welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. I'm Steve. I'm so proud of you for that intro. <laughs> Thank you. Steve is handing me off the reins to intro in, so uh, you guys will be hearing me first for the Joe Millionaire Podcast. But welcome. It's episode one. Two Joes are better than one. We're getting into it. Yeah. This show was a choice, Steven. And can I say, I texted Steven as soon as the show was over, and I was just said to him, this was the perfect choice the perfect choice it really was i'm so glad we've done this and we're you know if you if you've listened to us before as the right reality the official unofficial official Uh this is now the number one rated joe millionaire podcast that is correct because if you type in joe millionaire into apple Podcasts, what pops up nixie us 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 the right reality, number one with a fucking bullet next to it. This guy, Rob, who apparently has a podcast, is trying to come for the top spot. I don't think so, Rob. Mm-hmm. You've got three mm-hmm. other shows that are on your thing. Back off, nope. Rob. This is our fucking territory, Rob. We are only reviewing this show right now. This is it. Trying to do 70 podcasts, Rob. No, thank you. Joe Millionaire, number one. And let me tell you right now, guys. If Rob takes the top spot from us, it's fucking rigged. His company's paid people off. We will demand recounts across the country. Yeah, we will be keeping an eye on on this conspiracy because I, I do feel as though Rob is a robot that was created by MTV to challenge us in our new endeavor. <sighs> they just couldn't let it slide. They couldn't let it slide. They couldn't. It wasn't enough for us to get zero points last season. It wasn't enough. They needed to make sure that they were sabotaging us with a robot named Rob. That's exactly right. And if you're joining us for the first time from Joe Millionaire, first of all, welcome. Thank you for the engagement. Thank you for listening. Thank you so very much. And if you leave a review, we will read it on air. So just go ahead and leave a review. Yes. Like it's going out of style. But I will say this. We felt MTV felt is such a weak word choice there. (laughs) We know MTV specifically targeted us last year. Yeah. And kept us from getting points all year long. Correct. In our little thing. Yeah. And they tried to do things each week to throw us off the case of us knowing where the club is and listen they are coming for us already by sending fake rob after us i I feel as though fox has our back yes i'm gonna i'm gonna give fox the benefit of the doubt right now and say that fox isn't out to get us currently until they start working with mtv yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but let's get into it mixie i'm so excited to be reviewing the new show i'm so excited Steven, this was such beautifully perfect garbage, steaming hot garbage mm. on my television screen. And and when I say that, I do want to make sure everybody knows that that is a compliment. It is. That is a huge compliment. I haven't seen such steaming hot garbage on my television screen in quite some time. And Joe Millionaire really, really, really took a shit and, and made it worthwhile and i am very happy to be reviewing this as am i i'm i'm excited because of a few things first of all all this is taking place at a manor mixie have you been to a manor before the lake shore manor no i have not and it's actually my dream to get married at one so uh you know i need to figure out where this one is located because it's a beautiful spot it's beautiful on a lake yeah it's stunning we've only really seen the backyard the front of the house and the bedrooms, but I'm sure that there's like a club in the basement. Oh, obviously. 
<laughs> but you know what? They're going to be honest about it and tell us it's there. Yeah, they'll just show them walking downstairs and be like, we're at the downstairs club. But the, I, I mean, like, I like this mansion more than the bachelor mansion, personally. Oh, hot take. I'm sorry. I like the manor more than the mansion. There you go. And we see someone in this show who very quickly has stolen my heart and is the star. And it's Martin, the butler. Martin, the butler. Martin, the butler. And we'll we'll talk about him throughout this episode because, man, did he have some gems. But this man has taken an entire series and said here's my back you guys can ride it i got you <laughs> just jump on we're good everyone jump on it was what i said in the preview episode you i'm did. so excited to see what martin brings to the table and let me tell you he brought a lot to the table he just whipped it out and fucking threw it on the table as a matter of fact and was like everybody admire this everyone admire martin and we are martin I hope you're fucking listening, brother. This is for you, Martin. Hats off. My my driver's butler hat is off to you, sir. <laughs> Your winged coat. Mm. Winged coat. Uh, I, I'm giving it a nice little tap, so it's getting a nice little Martin, wind. how about we hang out and have, <laughs> have scones and other delicious treats, Martin, with tea and crumpets as well? So Martin's standing there at the manor, and the first... To arrive is Man Bun Kurt. Man Bun Kurt, so I guess we'll just start getting into this now. Immediately when he walked out and the way he looked at the manor, I was like, this guy's the poor one. I said, no way he's the millionaire. My note says, no way he's the millionaire, right? Immediately. It, it, I'm, I'm, I'm a little upset because I get, I get, they can't keep us in the dark this whole time. I, and I get that. And it's, it's ridiculous for us to think that we won't find out who the millionaire is until the end. I, that was not what I was expecting, but impossible. D- just the first cut of him stepping out and looking at the manor. I was like, this guy's poor. Yeah. Give me 10 minutes. <laughs> give me at least 10 minutes with man bun Kurt to yeah. be like, uh, maybe he's the rich one. No, I, no, we, I think it was like six seconds into the show. And I'm like, yeah, oh, it we, was know, immediate. we know who's for richer and who's for poor. And he's the poor. Yeah, but, you know, and again, and you brought this up when we were talking about the the preview before, you know, yes, they did tell us later that Steve is worth $10 million, but yeah. they never tell us what Kurt is worth. Yeah, he's a construction CEO. Like, yeah, he's not poor. You can make really good money doing that shit. Yeah, he's not poor. No, let's be honest. <laughs> he's not poor, but he's not $10 million. He's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And that, again, is where I think they missed the mark. I yeah. think they missed the mark, although what I'm loving what they're doing. Let's be very clear about that. Oh, same. <laughs> they could have just got a homeless person. That's kind of where I my mind went. That's to. what I was hoping. I was like, oh, this guy just got out of jail. He like he's got like a <laughs> billion dollars in debt. So he's never going to be rich. He's actually probably never going to have any physical money. Yeah. But, but you know what? He's a looker. He's a looker, and maybe you're going to fall for him. I wanted a really hot homeless man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad. Kurt's a fucking stunning human being, and when he put his hair down later, I was like, whew. But, like... Oh, it did It did something to me as well. As a straight man, it did something to me. <laughs> when you say there's someone that's a millionaire and yeah. there's someone that's not, yeah, this guy clearly is is doing plenty fine. Yeah, he's doing okay. 
And I wish that, that, that he was a little poorer, but you know, I understand we're in, we're in tight circumstances. We're in tight circumstances. Oh, nice play on words. <laughs> Thank you. While we're speaking about names, can I ask you this question really quickly? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Is, is Martin really Martin's name? Okay. Great question. Thank you very much. I have an answer. <gasps> I know. Um, I had to make a cheat sheet. Because although there aren't 32 people, yeah. there are 18, and it's a little hard in the beginning to remember everyone's names and faces. So I went to the website to find a cast list to make a cheat sheet. Now, I first went to IMDb because I felt like that was going to be safe, no spoilers. I went to the absolute actual Fox website, and they just had the episode. There was nothing about the cast or crew. Maybe I looked in the wrong spot, but from my knowledge, that's all I saw. I went to IMDb. The only person listed as a cast member on oh. IMDb is Martin. Mm. And his real name is Martin Williams. Okay, so the answer is yes. Yeah. He's is his name is Martin. He he is a true <sighs> butler. He's real. He's a real butler who buttles. What is the active adjective for but is it butlering? The act of budding. The act of budding. That's definitely what it is. That's definitely <laughs> what it is. Uh, we might make this cheat sheet available for all you guys to print off and read at home. It is nice. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm looking at it right now. I made a mistake this entire show without knowing it. I assumed one, two girls were one girl. Oh, which ones? Because I'm looking at them right now. And other than the fact that their dress is different, I can't tell that they're different people. It is Jenny K and Katie, Katie Johnson. They are the same person. I for the entire episode, I was like, "Hold on, this is this this person's getting a lot of screen time." No, it's two different people. It's two different <laughs> people, but they're the same person. There does seem to be a key difference in the chesticles. <laughs> I mean, should I say two key differences in the chesticles? Genie, the lawyer slash bottle service person. No way. Yeah, uh, not not a <laughs> it's uh, fake. Fake. I'm calling it right now. Fake news. Fake news. No way does she leave being a lawyer and goes to be a bottle service person. There is no fucking chance that is happening. Maybe like giving bottles to like baby animals or to babies but as a bottle service person. But no way is she being like, oh, I just was in front of a judge making arguments and doing voir dire. And then, like, going to do bottle service. She said that she got a $12 million settlement. Or $14 million. I wrote it down somewhere. Where is she at? But, but for what, Jenny? I need more information, Jenny. <laughs> so, yeah, which I agree with. Because at first I was like, okay, you know, she's she's got to do what she's got to do to get the bag. But you're getting a $14 million settlement. You don't need to go hold a sparkler next to a bottle of Grey Goose. No, no. Like, you don't need to do that. You really don't. Anyways, back to the beginning. Yes. Um, I do have a feeling we will be jumping around a lot just because the way that they edit this show yeah. is very jumpy. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll do our best. <laughs> you guys, it's, it's going to be all over the place. So just just buckle in. I hope this is your long <laughs> time on the treadmill or the elliptical. Or a nice road trip. Yeah, may, maybe you're on the row machine right now. Who knows? It'll be fun. It's just going to be all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. So we meet Kurt, you know, we see his general co contracting life, his CEO life. 
Martin walks him through the house. He sits down and he goes, you know, there's a second guy coming. And Kurt goes, oh, yes, I know. Mistake. Should not have told Kurt there was a second guy coming until he was on in the man in the manor on screen. Should have told him that. Terrible idea. Rookie mistake. <laughs> so correct by that. Can you imagine these guys if they were like, wait a second, hold on. There's another guy coming? Yeah. And he and, and it would have been even funnier if Kurt thought he was the millionaire guy, yeah. right? Coming in thinking he's the millionaire. <laughs> and then Steve comes in and goes, I got a helicopter, motherfucker. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I wish they hadn't told him. However, it clearly still got to Kurt because he was like his foot was shaking like crazy. And Martin's like, you're nervous. <laughs> um, but it was cute. Uh, you know, Kurt. What are your thoughts on Kirk? Overall thoughts on Kirk is Kirk does okay for himself. Kirk's doing just fine with the ladies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kirk has no problem getting the ladies. I'm sure he does. And so for him to be on the show and being like, I wish people weren't like here for my money. It's like, well, I, <laughs> that doesn't make sense because you're allegedly poor for this show. So yeah. What? I, I don't think they're sleeping with you for your money. They're sleeping with you because your hair. Because I want to I want to fast forward briefly to the moment where poor Steven, with a V, by the way, yeah. not a PH uh-huh. like the cool. Yes. Steven with the V goes out in front of all the ladies, and they're like, "Yay! It's it's him! Hooray! It's that guy! Yay! Look at him!" <laughs> yeah. And then Kurt comes out. And you can see all the women being like, thank fucking God there's another one. <laughs> thank fucking God. Yeah. Because I wanted nothing to do with Steven with a V. And yeah. now Kurt is here and I'm ready. Like my girl Monica saw Steven and was like, thank God I wasn't going to have to pretend to like, you know, uh-huh. the, the Steven character for a while. But. Well, she actually did end up liking Steve when she left, but we'll get there. We'll get there. I, I, overall. I have no problem with Kirk. I think he's going to be just fine on this show. Yeah. And he's going to serve his purpose of taking attention away from Steven. I, I, I agree with that. Um, I, you know, I, per, my, my overall thoughts on Kurt, and we'll touch on some of this as we go. First of all, beautiful man. Beautiful just a man. beautiful man. Yeah. Um, he doesn't seem to have much of a personality oh you mean good good looking good looking men don't have much of a personality (laughs) i know i know i'm asking for too much i know i'm asking for too much good looking people have personalities that's something they're required to do as well but like all of the times that i heard him speaking there was nothing it was just so black and white. I don't know. I'm hoping that I'm just not, but you know, they have 18 girls to cover, you know, I'm hoping that I'm just not seeing a lot of him because there's all this drama and stuff. And hopefully he does have more of a personality. He seems a little dull. Now we'll get to Steve. Okay. Um, but I do think that he's a good lead because he lets these girls and, you know, we'll get into the cotillion. He lets these girls blow up, you know, and and cause all these problems and he doesn't do anything about it. So in that sense, I think he'll be a good lead because we'll we as an audience will get a lot more girl drama Mm because he's not going to stop it. He made it very clear he's not going to stop that. (laughs) No. And if he did try to stop it, I have a feeling 
some uh, producer would step in front of him and was saying, I will fucking slit your throat if you try to stop this <laughs> drama right now. You go over there and sit in the corner and you wait for us to tell you what to do. Yeah. This is not about you. <laughs> this show is not about you, sir. Oh, I want to find love. You sit in the fucking corner and wait till we give you women to talk to. You just wait. Yeah, so that's that's my thoughts on Kurt. We'll see. Hopefully he has a little bit more of a personality, but uh, beautiful to look at, and I do think he is a good lead. So we leave Kurt in the manor, and Martin goes out to meet Stephen with a V. Now, Stephen with a V gets out of the the car in the rain and just stands there. Thank you for noticing that. <laughs> Thank you for noticing that. And Martin's standing there like three feet away from him with an umbrella. And they're both just staring at each other. With an umbrella just waiting for him like, hey, come on over, bro. And then he just stands in the rain. Can I can I make a uh, I'm going to make a comment here. I'm going to Go say ahead. I'm going to say this is Martin's first mistake. He is a butler. OK. He is supposed yeah. to buttle or butt as we've referred to it other. Yeah, he, he did not do the act of butt. Yeah, it's his job to go over and give him the umbrella. That's very true. It's not Steven with a V's idea. Like, I am the rich person. You come to me with the umbrella, sir. I don't come to you with the umbrella. That's a very valid point. You walk your bottling ass over to me and let me be dry. Yeah, no, you're completely right. Martin should have. <laughs> ran over there and, and graced Stephen with an umbrella. But I believe Martin already knows that he's the real star of this show. That's true. That's <laughs> At true. this point, he's met both these guys. He's like, I'm the real winner. <laughs> Stephen gets there. We get to his, you know, cut cut to his little package about his life. Um, Gallat- Gallatin, Missouri. He is from Farm Boy with the family, CEO. Looks like they make a lot of different things on that farm. Now, Stephen, there's one thing that Steve uh, just kept showing, kept talking about throughout this episode. Mm. In this little uh, montage packet, in a span of 10 seconds, they showed his helicopter seven times. I just want to make it very clear because it seems very important to Steven that everybody knows he has a helicopter. He has a helicopter in case you missed it. It is the the level of luxury that people like Kurt just can't afford. Yes. Yeah. And Stephen, it seems a, a large chunk of his personality is in this helicopter. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how he's able to handle that because he can't, as he talks about later, he can't talk to these girls about being in his helicopter. And I truly think that is the most devastating thing to Steven. It's it's his opening line, I feel. It's all he has. It's all he's ever done. Hi, Amanda. My name is uh, Steven with a V. I have a helicopter. And then they're just having sex immediately. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure it would work. Yeah. If if it was Kurt with the helicopter, that would work. Oh. Like gangbusters. Steve needs some hair. Yeah. He'd have just a whole <laughs> flock of women jumping into the helicopter not safe at all like the faa would be like you can't do that there's too much weight on this helicopter you need to shed some people and kurt would be like no way i'm trying to bang all these women get out of here bro there's all these women want to fuck me so i absolutely have to keep them in here look at my hair and i have a helicopter 
I mean, it's not even fair. Hey, Kurt, if you ever get a helicopter, let me just say, save some women for the rest of us, okay, bro? <laughs> save some women for the rest of us because it's not fair. Like, the yeah. hair is already... And you could see Stephen did not like the fact that Kurt's hair looked so good. Oh, no, he talks about it, how, how jealous he is of that hair. He does. I mean, I'm jealous of that hair. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. So, so Stephen comes in. He meets uh, Man Bun Kurt. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we've watched the full first episode. They do seem to be friendly. Do you think there's any chance of these two going at it with each other? Yes, eventually there will be. You think that that's a guarantee? Or do you think it's... No, I'm, I'm writing it down. They're, they're going to go after each other at one point. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a prediction already. You ready? Yeah. Uh-huh. They are going to be going after it with each other because they're both going to end up wanting the same person. And that person is Carolyn Moore. Carolyn. I mean, it was very obvious, like week one, that Carolyn is the third star of the show or fourth. Yeah. Martin one, the guys two, Carolyn four. (laughs) I agree. I fully agree. I don't, uh, I don't know. Kurt seems like such a, a softy to me. I feel like he'd roll over. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Maybe I'm wrong. I think if it comes to this girl that he really likes, like, they're not going to come to fisticuffs, but there'll be an argument over, like, no, I'm taking her out this week. And it's like, well, I told her last week that I'm taking her out. I don't care, man. From from night, from day one, when I'm standing on the balcony and we met, we our eyes connected. It's going to be one of those things. And he's like, we just have a connection too, bro. Like, why can't we? We're all dating the same women anyway, bro. It's going to be one of those. I hope you're right. But I personally just don't think that they're going to fight. I just, they, they, they just seem like two pieces of white bread on a plate. <laughs> have, they been, have they been toasted? Not really, no. Okay. 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 Respectfully, no. Okay. Respectfully, no. I got it. I'm loving it. But they're sitting there before, right before the women come in, and they're just like telling each other how hot each other is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it just seems very platonic between the two of them. I could totally just see them both being like, "Okay, you like this girl, I like this girl. You have that. That's it." I know he. I know Kurt obviously was very clear that he was into Carolyn, but I, Steve didn't seem to like be going after Carolyn on that date. Not yet. We have to save that. We have to save that part for later. Like, we can't show that now because then the rest of our show is ruined. That's true. <clears throat> yeah. That is very true. It'll happen. It'll it will end up having uh, Carolyn Gate later on in the season because we had enough. We had enough gates this week to to last us. Oh, we've got all we got five gates. <laughs> so many gates, guys. All of the gates. If you're thinking about turning off right now, fuck off. No, you're listening. <laughs> You continue to listen. You know what? As a punishment, I need you to go hard on the treadmill elliptical for the next two minutes. You ready? Here we go. Crank it up. I'll keep time. I'm gonna keep a timer for you. I'm gonna keep a timer. Here we go. We ready? In three, two, one. We're going hard for two minutes. Go. Hell yeah! And as you are, as you are getting after it, we start welcoming the ladies. And first in who will inevitably be first out is Caroline Campbell. Mm. Uh, We have a sparkly dress with boots. And this is the first time 
that we are seeing a dress without heels situation. Now, this will be coming up continuously as these girls come out of these. Uh, they're not limos. They're Bentleys, which I respect. Are they? Be- I thought they were. They, I think they were Rolls Royces. I thought they were Bentleys. I thought I saw a B. Maybe oh, I'm wrong. Okay. We'll find out. Yeah. Somebody will tell me I'm wrong. They love doing that. Yeah. Um, so she comes out with boots. And, you know, something Carolyn said that I really appreciated. She said that she goes on dating apps every night and gets a new guy to take her out to dinner so she doesn't have to buy dinner. Good job, Carolyn. Mad respect. Mad respect for that. By the way, you got a minute left. We're fucking going hard. Keep going. Minute left. Let's go. You got to do this one for Monica, the Olympic medalist. Monica. Who came in in second and had, you guessed it, flats on. Monica's a tall woman to begin with. She is. She is a tall woman. That is true. I just noticed that they didn't allow her to have heels. I didn't realize nobody else was wearing heels. I thought that was. Some of them did, but most of them did not. I think that was just for like TV purposes, but we'll get to that. But Monica comes in your olympic medalist in fencing just like yeah so hot we're like she's just gonna stab all these bitches in the heart because she's just here to win this show she came out and i was like she is just so naturally beautiful it's it's actually unfair it is all right here we go five four push three you got it two one there you go (laughs) well done well done way to go and let me just say don't ever fucking think about turning the podcast off again, or we're going to make that longer than two minutes. It's going to be longer. It's five minutes next time. Don't do it. It's five minutes next time. This is a Joe Millionaire slash workout podcast. <laughs> Beach body. DMs are open. Let's go. Summer body, you make it in the winter. Anyways, um, so we got cowboy boots from Caroline, flats from Monica, in yeah. third out is Suzette. Now, Suzette does have heels on. However, it's very clear that she is a short woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's too cute. Her smile is just like, I don't, I just, I love her smile. It just makes me really happy. She's just so, such a bright light. You know, when people say they're sunshine, that's, that's how I view her. Her energy level is very high, by the way. Yes, and she's so complimentary. Like, mm-hmm. I, I saw her multiple times, you know, just saying compliments to these other girls because we'll get to the insecurities later. But she just seems like she's really got a good head on her shoulders. Like, she'd be a great friend to have. I really like her. I do as well. I, th- I think she's here for a couple of weeks. I'm excited. I agree. So we move on from Suzette. Now, the first three women came alone, each in an individual car by themselves. Now, all of a sudden... There are two cars, <laughs> and we have Sarah Rose and Kala. Or Kala? Kala? How do that? Let's start there. What is her name? No clue. Ka- Kala? Ka- I, I don't know. Kala. Kayla? It's going to be Kayla. No, because it's an L A H. There's no Y. Mixie, that doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> you know this. You know this. We got to get a different name for her. We <laughs> we need a nickname. <laughs> Can we call her KJ? CJ would be correct. It's just C. Oh, well, fuck me. Yep. We could do CJ. I'm down for CJ. Kayla, you are now CJ. CJ and Sarah Rose come out, which is ironic because they get in a fight later. Oh, beautiful. But 
just very funny to me, and we'll keep talking about this as more women come out. One car, one car, one car, two cars, and then we go back to one car for and Andrea. Yeah. In the feather dress. She also has heels on, but she is also short. She is shorter than Monica when they are standing next to each other, and she has heels, and Monica has flats. Yeah. So, again, just A heel game. Um, it's just this is where I started to recognize how this show was going to be shown to us and how they're just kind of going with the flow. Like, again, I, I, I don't want to talk about The Bachelor a ton, but as we stated in, in the preview, uh, y- The Bachelor is the original dating reality show. Yeah. So that is the, you know, they they made the playbook and everyone's changing the playbook for their own, you know, series and i know one or two of you out there listening and are about to go to the podcast app on apple and going to leave a one-star review going actually in 1992 (laughs) there was a television show called the so-and-so stop delete don't do it. the current dating reality world is the the bachelor is the top one that's it it's the head of the table yeah you will acknowledge it very much like roman reigns for those of you who get that, you acknowledge <laughs> and you just deal with it. Everything comes after Bachelor. Everything is that. Oh, there was another show. Doesn't matter. Bachelor's up there. Everything else flows out of that. It's what we said in the preview. Like, they can't do flowers and they didn't. Yeah, and they didn't. Because people be like, oh, you do. You like The Bachelor. <laughs> Not that people do that. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> but the main point I'm getting at is I love how not polished this show is like i truly think they just had all of these girls getting ready in the hotel and whoever got ready first got to go to the (laughs) the manor and these two girls got ready at the same time so they sent two cars in like i i truly think they are flying off the seat of their pants with this this show which again i can't stress enough i fucking love it (laughs) love it the best i think it took them they they were like we haven't done this show in so long We've never done like 28 or however many women there are getting out of a limousine or getting uh-huh. out of World Wars slash Bentleys. We're, we're going to say this is going to take us two hours to film. And then they had like two women done in two hours and they're like, fuck, just put two of them in a car. <laughs> just fuck it. How many girls can we get in the car at one time? Four of them? Fucking clown car it. Let's but just shove the them all in. It was still one girl a car, but when they come, when there was two, then they would have two cars. Yeah, it made no sense. It made no sense, and I loved it. It was great. And then the the, the shot, the, the shot. My favorite. Okay, there was a lot of favorite points of this episode. This one first caught me off guard, and it took me a little while to figure out. But I think you can all sit here. We're we're having the shot of the manor. It's beautiful. There's a woman getting out. We have a big crane camera shot behind the car. Uh-huh. And like to the right of the door in the bushes is a <laughs> cameraman and a tripod. I saw it too. It was so, it, they didn't even try. They didn't even try. It wasn't like a shot that was up there for like a half a second. <laughs> no. It lingered for a couple was- seconds to let your eye dance around the screen and be like, oh, that's a. That's definitely a cameraman. <laughs> All right, or just okay. I have tears in my eyes. Like this is the shit. This is I love this shit. It's so good. Again, 
Again, Fox, hi. Producers, hi. Let me interview Martin. Please <laughs> let us interview these people. I need Martin on this podcast immediately. So bad. We need his tips on butler, butlering or budding, whatever we're Yeah, gonna, the act of budding. The act of budding. We need his <laughs> tips. Like, if I want to get into the butling world, the budding <laughs> the world, butling world, what do I need to do? Like, what are some tips of the trade? I'm sure there are. Do I go to a butler school? Do you have to intern? Do you have to do an internship for that? Is it an apprenticeship? Like, what do we do to do that? <laughs> These are the questions that only Martin can answer. And he's also going to teach us how to dance via Zoom. Yes. All of the things that we need questions and answers to. And if you want this, there's only one way to make this happen. You are fucking blowing up Fox's account and our account on Twitter, on Instagram. Yes. And you're letting them know Martin has to be on this podcast. Yes. And don't you worry. We are also blowing them up on our end to, to try to get any of these incredible characters on our podcast. It is episode one. I'm making a commitment to you, the listeners, our new listeners, our old listeners. By the end of this show, by the end of the run, Martin will be on this podcast. Wow, Steven, that's a, that's a huge, that's huge. What happens if he's not? Well, you know, there's no rules, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Nobody made the rules. There are no rules, so yeah, that's somebody, true. Somebody made well, the rules. Well, you know, it's, it, this show is just so good, <laughs> so and good. there's so many, there's so many little, like Steven said, just so many great parts of this. That's one of them. I know there's a lot of you not watching this show. Stop. Watch this show. You really have to. It's so bad. And 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 again, I say that with all of the love and respect in my heart. It's terrible. It's so good, <laughs> but it's it's like you just watch the show, guys. I didn't even know I needed this, but I needed it, and I'm so happy to have watched it. And who knows, Joe Millionaire could could be a feeder show for the challenge. So we could see one of these girls in the lair. <laughs> if Monica ends up in the fucking challenge, women need to be ready because she yeah. is a fucking beast. She will. She, I could see ones. her doing it. A thousand percent. Oh, God, that would be incredible. Contact the challenge. Get get these girls on there. Get Martin on the challenge. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine Martin the butler butlering or the act of butting in the challenge house? Doing or, the act of butting. <laughs> because we know Mr. TJ Lavin, the handler, cannot go in the house. He's not allowed yeah, in the house. He's not allowed in the house. I bet you they know each other. They, I mean, I'm sure that they have dinners together. I'm going to DM TJ and be like, yo, can you get Martin on the pod? <laughs> yeah, Mr. TJ will definitely help us out with that. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Well, okay. So we meet Andrea. She comes out in the car by herself. Then we get another separate car with Brockel, who tells us that her mother has to message people for her on dating apps. <sighs> that's That's just... That's an impressive has to has statement. to or is Brickell just fucking lazy? See, I think now Brickell was like the one girl in this show that I felt like actually cared about who had the million and who didn't. A thousand percent. The rest of these girls really don't seem to give a fuck. No. Suzette, maybe a little. I feel like she might be kind of just playing into like, oh, you know, my family says I'll marry Rich just to kind of be funny. Mm -hmm. But like outside of that and Brockel, nobody else gives a fuck what kind of money these guys have. No, I don't. I definitely don't think so. <laughs> Which I kind of feel like is a miss because 
the whole point is, you know, that they're not telling you your their income. So it would have been nice to sprinkle in like two or three very clearly sugar babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love a good sugar baby. Uh, I would have liked one or two, but I think Brockell was trying to be a sugar baby. And, you know, she just, she's not a farm girl. She's not. She's not going to do that shit. <laughs> I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something else because there there are a few women who it's very clear, like they've come on the show for a very specific reason. Some yeah. might say they're here for the wrong reasons. Oh, I don't know if that's is that trademarked. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe. <laughs> but I will say, Brickell and a few others. Brickell, Sarah Rose are influencer. I've seen Sarah Rose before on my Instagram feed. She was the only one that I like recognized. Yeah. Um. Brickell did not change her profile photo like all these other girls did for the show. All these other girls took the photo that was taken, their photo that is yeah. in our cheat sheet, and they uh-huh. made it their profile photo on Instagram. Brickell didn't do that. She's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Katie Johnson, no, nope, didn't do it. Sarah Rose, no, didn't do it. And our last one, Suzette, the girl we just talked about. She didn't change it either. Everybody else got in line. Everyone else got in line. Hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know. That makes me think some things about you, Suzette. That makes me think about some things about you, Brookhell. Yeah, that does say something for sure. As soon as Brookhell came in, I was like, she's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Something about her energy. I was like, this is not going to work out. (laughs) Which, uh, spoiler alert, she leaves. Anyways, we're back to two cars after this. Uh, we have Rachel and Brianne. Okay. Rachel is a lawyer. Um, I don't even think at this point we know anything about Brianne other than, again, hair. Beautiful, beautiful hair. Um, so we have Rachel and Brianna. And then we have Annie and Jenny come out together. Um, and Jenny is the lawyer slash bottle service. Uh with the $13 million settlement. Yeah. And um, then Annie is Miss Georgia. Now, Annie is a sleeper for me. I think she's going to do really well. I think I think that was a great insight by you because I will say this. As a man, it's kind of like our secret thing that we don't talk about what we know. Like all uh-huh. guys want to date a Miss so-and-so. Oh, well, obviously. It's just a thing. So the fact that she brought her sash, huge. Bonus points. Bonus <laughs> points. They're going to be like, you know what? I, I, I didn't really like Annie. And then she showed me that she has a sash. And all of a sudden, she's, she's in my top three. Just immediately like that. I, I, I understand. That. I mean, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. I will say, I am very impressed with the cast that they pulled for this. I was expecting some duds. And I really don't see any duds <laughs> in this crew. These are all very, very pretty girls. Some of them are on the, they're heavy on the fake side, but they're still very pretty. Yeah. 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 So we've met at this point, 11 of the 18 girls. We cut back to uh, Kurt and Steven having just a riveting conversation together, as I'm sure they do often in their uh, gentleman's home down the road. Uh, But they're standing there and Steven's saying, I won't have anything to flex with. What am I going to, you know, talk to these girls about? And Kurt's like, well, what do you like to do on the farm? 
And he immediately says, my favorite thing to do is fly my helicopter. Unbelievable, Steven. Steven, bro. What? He needs you to know that he has a helicopter. We get it. You have a helicopter, bro. <laughs> we we get it, okay? You have a helicopter. You should just... You have a helicopter. And he's, he's just in absolute shambles because he doesn't know how he's going to live by not telling these girls that he has a helicopter. It's the... My, it, it, this is this is why this show is so amazing to me because the premise is that Stephen and Kurt, who Kurt is allegedly poor, uh-huh. um, Stephen can't get women to pay attention to him, or he doesn't know if they're there for him or the money. Uh huh. Yeah. The issue though is that's the only thing he can talk about. I know is his money and how. He uses that for dating women. Yeah. So he basically is now realizing, oh, my whole shtick is gone. <laughs> I can't use anything I've ever said before. Uh-huh. I actually have to talk about me. I'm just tell you what. I feel like if Steven wasn't rich, he'd be fucking boring as fuck. This is what I'm saying. I honestly feel like both of them don't really have much of a personality outside of what they do for work and the money they have. <laughs> and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but Steven with V's, I'm a PH, Steven with V's, and I just don't get along, so maybe it's a little bit of that. Oh, uh, yeah. But I just like this idea that he's like, well, you know what? I don't know if anybody can ever like me. I don't know if they're here for me or my money. We're giving this opportunity to not tell people about your helicopter and not your rich. Okay, well, what do I say to them then? I don't know. Just talk about you. But I love my helicopter. I like to talk about my helicopter. It's my favoriteest thing. It's like my teddy bear. It's my helicopter. And you know, the the, the reason we know this, I some of you are going, well, maybe, maybe you're giving it a bit hard to him about the helicopter. No, because he says sometimes in the evening, I just like to go fly my helicopter around and look at my field like I'm some fucking king yeah. looking over my kingdom. <laughs> All of this land is mine. I am hovering above it in this magical creature <laughs> that we call a helicopter. It's kind of like my dragon if I was Khaleesi. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not a cool helicopter, but like it, it, talk about anything else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we, we had that nice little break. Um, now we go back to the women. We're back to solo cars for the rest of this. Makes no sense. It's all, no it's sense. all over the place. Then we meet Suzanne, uh, who doesn't know how old she is, and <laughs> is wearing boots. No fur. No fur, but with the fringe. Boots with the fringe. But again, not much of a heel on those boots. Just just noting it. Um, and then Martin makes a comment where he says, all of these heels are going to scratch up my floor. Now, again, just to just to go back in, in time, <laughs> only two women have heels on so far. Martin, it's a big miss. You're supposed to, as a as a butler in the in the Martin butlering school that I want to go to. I feel like there's a class on noticing the minor details. And Martin has you missed should know. the minor details. Also, I will say, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry for go interrupting. Ahead. Please. There was a couple times where we could see Martin's earpiece. Oh, just yeah. Saying, just saying, he might have been fed that line, and you know what? I'm here for it. Give him all of the earpieces. He's the only one that's delivering producer lines Ooh, love it. naturally then, because 
man, some of these, some of these interviews with Kurt and Steven, I'm like, how many takes did it take to get you to say this? And this is actually the best one that they're, they're using. Um, we'll get there. Anyways, Caroline comes out. She has a son. We'll get there in a minute. Doris comes out, uh, very big, big blonde, bouncy hair. Yep. <laughs> in a pink dress. Yep. Um, then we have Amanda, who is the bikini. She owns a bikini line, very fit. Um, She's in the top five. Really, you think yeah. so? Yeah. Something about her annoys me, and I can't put my finger on it. Is it that she just looks like every Vanderpump Rules character smashed into one? <laughs> I thought that was CJ, but you're right. They kind of. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe it was CJ too. Oh, it was CJ. Uh, they're all the same person. <laughs> They do. Uh, Amanda Amanda gives me a little bit more Selling Sunset vibes, but yeah, uh, I mean, same thing. Good. Wow. <laughs> there we go. All the Selling Sunset characters smashed into one. Amanda. Yeah, smashed into one. Um, then we have Amber, who hasn't been in a relationship since 2012, which gonna, no judgment. Girl, do you. I'm going to use what the kids say. I'm going to say cap. Cap. Oh, you're saying cap on that? Cap. Cap. She might not think she's been in a relationship, but she's been in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, that is very broad, isn't it? Yeah, like, I mean, Cap. I'm calling Cap. I feel so young saying that, Mixie. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to, to a young whippersnapper, that's for sure. Yeah, no no Cap. 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 No Cap. I'm calling Cap on you. And last but not least to enter the fray is Katie, and she likes to date old men. And now we have all of the women here. Now, just for those of you that aren't watching and are only listening to the podcast, all of these women came out of the car, walked up to Martin, and then walked into the house on their own. Martin welcomed them at the front door, and then that was it. They walked in, they grabbed a glass of champagne, and that was it. They still have not seen the men. Nope. Met them, nothing. Now, the men were staying up in the top of the manor, and they watched all of them come in. We've got little to no commentary from that. Just them saying that they were dressed to the nines. I think that was really the only thing they said. So I did think it was weird (laughs) that these girls came out of the car to Martin and not at least one of them. If they wanted to still keep it a thing that there's another, a second one, have them all meet Kurt and then have Steve come out or vice versa. I like that idea. I like that. I thought it was weird. They walked up to nothing. I I, like we're just producing the second season of this, just me and you, because we know Fox is listening. Feel free to hire us. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Um, we need an extension bill built off Lakeshore Manor. We need an extension. We need a fake uh, second floor balcony Ooh. above the door where the men can just say, welcome to the manor as they're <laughs> walking in underneath them. And they can both go see you later. So the girls can always like start talking like, which guy did you like? Did you like the guy on the right or the left? Like, which guy was the one that you like think is like the guy? But they did it with the other reveal, which I get like, oh, there's just one guy. Wait, there's two guys because it's very clear. Nobody knew the concept of this show when it first started. As a matter of fact, I am very interested to see if they mention the words Joe Millionaire during this entire run of the show. 
I don't think they will. No. Because neither of these guys are named Joe. What's up with that? <laughs> Big time miss. At least pretend that they're named Joe. Tell tell the girls they're both named Joe. Yeah. We're lying about all these other things. We can't lie about names now. That's where we've we've hit the ethical limit. <laughs> As our good friend Martin the Butler has said, the old show was about deceiving women. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was funny. I love how they were like, we just want to be very clear, everyone <laughs> watching at home and people on Twitter. I almost felt like Martin should have just looked in the camera to say this. <laughs> yeah, he should have. The old show was about deceiving women. This new show is about um, not deceiving women and <laughs> love growing organically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, they they were he was trying to be like we, you know, before it was an experiment, but now we actually want to find true love. But I'm like this is it. Okay. They're lying to these girls. Yeah. I understand that like technically they think they're only lying about their income, but they had to lie to these girls about how they traveled, where they went to grade school just to like try to paint the right picture. I love this idea that the 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 whole concept of what is like hurting dating right now and some of you listening have been married and you haven't been dating in a while or in a very committed relationship you haven't dealt with but a lot of people are saying the main issue with dating right now is people are just lying and they're not truthful about how many people they're seeing or what they're doing yeah and like this show is doing the same thing (laughs) just doing the same thing i can't tell you anything really about my life because it might give it away yeah that's what i'm saying like how even if these girls do fall in love with these guys nothing that they're being told is truthful yeah like i i don't know there was a good bit that i think kind of helps to contradict it and i think that's why they showed it but like steven had never been out of the country and Kurt went to public, uh, private school and has traveled to Europe and South America. But is that true? I think so. Like, I don't think you're allowed into South America if you don't have hair like that. I can't go to <laughs> South America, right? I would, like, stick out like a like a sore thumb. It would be like, oh, that guy's an American. Like, Kurt looks like he could blend in down there. Like, hang out at some beaches and, you know, meet some nice South American ladies and shit like that with that hair. Mm. Damn that fucking hair. I'd be unstoppable with that hair, by the way. I mean, anybody is. It's not fair. Personality and hair? Get the fuck out of here, everyone else. That's why he has no personality. That's true. That's true. That's true. So all of the ladies are in. They're chatting. They're getting to know each other. And then what seems to be something that's going to happen often, Martin rings a bell. How incredible is this bell ringing? (laughs) Martin is a king. He is. He is a king. And this is why I said in the preview show, the third, the big twist of this show is going to be at the end. Martin reveals himself to not be a butler, <laughs> but a, a somebody even richer than Steven. I love it. And it's his manor. He owns the manor and he steals all the women from the men at the end. I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. But it doesn't make any sense. He's the butler. He's the one who 
who the bell is rung for him. I know. And he's the one ringing the bell for these girls. Just shitting on these women by like, women, come come, <laughs> come to, to me. my bell. I am the butler, but I don't get up for any woman. <laughs> you come to me. Come to me. Come to my area in the lounge. Fucking incredible. So he rings the bell to get them all to go outside. Yeah. They all go outside. Steven goes out there, stands on the balcony, <laughs> stares at them. This whole balcony situation, again, strange. Like, he's not actually meeting them. He's no. just kind of, like, projecting to a group. And then Kurt comes out. Didn't really seem that climactic. <laughs> they, as you said, the women, I do agree with you, seemed a lot more excited when Kurt came out. <laughs> That seemed a little more excited, Mixie. Yeah, it's just a, just a little, just a tiny little bit. Um, twenty of the eighteen women, or however many are on this show, twenty of the eighteen were like, "Thank God." <laughs> twenty of the eighteen, even Martin's like, "Thank God." <laughs> Martin's like, "Whew, thank God we found this like poor regular guy." Yeah, with the hair. And then we run into the first dramatic situation. Boom, boom, boom. The first gate of the year. The first gate. Caroline Gate. Caroline Gate. Follow Gate. Instagram hinge gate. Mm-hmm. Crying within the first 24 minutes of the episode gate. Yeah. Steven. Yes. Was this planned? I'm asking Planned Mixie I'm asking Listen guys I love each and every one of you As my listeners to this podcast But please DM me And message us If you think this was real If you don't think she was brought to this show Specifically for this moment I love you But I can't respect you anymore (laughs) And you know what? Again, we are okay with this. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at this at all. I <laughs> loved it. I feel bad for her because she had no clue. No clue. No clue. They brought her. She canceled all of her work engagements. Yep. She might have had some Instagram posts that she was supposed to post during this time that she could not post. Took the L. Yeah, she took the L. She had to refund the money to like some like gummy company or whatever. And then was like, <laughs> hold on. I've come all this way and literally like I haven't finished my first glass of potentially fake Dom Perignon. Um, what the fuck is going on? And it's like, oh well, you know, you follow me, so you're gonna out me, and they're, and it's like, ah, oh, that's actually a really good reason. Like, we can't have her sticking around. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously they can't have her stay there. I, I felt bad for her. She kind of, and I, I made the comment there was crying within the first twenty four minutes. Steven, Steven, told her that she had to leave. She said that he was making a mistake. He was like, I don't really fucking care. And she got the car and left. Um, But yeah, she was crying because she said it was a waste of her time. And I agree. I feel bad for her. This was definitely planted. I mean, the the first thing that these people are doing is checking their Instagrams. Uh, Immediately. The producers, they find somebody to come on this show. The first thing they do is check their social media. Are they following this person already? 
Oh, yes. All right, let's get her on the show then. Uh-huh. And, and the even bigger thing that I, I love slash disliked about this moment is like it didn't even seem genuine to Steven. Like if, if oh, like, no. he was just like, hey, other guy and and butler, <laughs> we need to talk real quick. Let's follow me this way because I know the layout of this house. I've been here for seven seconds. Follow me. <laughs> Let's go down this hallway. Let's go into this room that clearly has the lights already turned on. Let's yep. go over here. Hey, guys, guess what? And they're like, what? At the same time, it's like, she follows me online. She will out us and the whole thing will be over. And Martin's like, that is a problem. <laughs> and the other guy, Kurt, goes, how did you guys meet? And he's like, well, one, I was traveling and I took my helicopter. I logged into a different city on Hinge because I'm rich and I have a helicopter. And she followed me and she likes my videos, but we didn't bang. And they're like, that sounds terrible that you didn't bang and also that she could ruin this for you. And scene. <laughs> And that's exactly what happened. I, I mean, mean, it's pretty. I I want to put those two scenes side by side, like our audio underneath that. Just your audio explaining it, and just play the scene. Maybe I can try to do that for social media. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yes, you should do that. Because <laughs> that's pretty much exactly what happened. So, because of this whole Caroline debacle, the other seventeen girls still don't know that one of these men is a millionaire, and the other one. Is not. It's just not. Dun, dun, dun. It's not super rich. She's he's probably doing okay for himself. Yeah. Well, you know, we go. It's it's it goes to the next day. Did yeah, you want to say they something? They ran out of the time. Day? They ran out of time. Yeah, they run out of time. <laughs> so they have to wait to tell these girls anything. <laughs> and again, I can't stress this enough. These girls have still not met these men. They were standing on the balcony. <laughs> screaming down at them at what their name was and telling them they were excited to be there. And then they kicked out this girl and that's all they've seen of these guys. That's it. That's it. You're going to go to sleep and you're going to wake up. We know you've been here for like three days already. Uh-huh. Probably quarantined for a long time. But you still, yeah, you're still not going to meet these guys yet. We're going to make you sleep on it and make you discuss who you liked from afar, knowing nothing about these guys, just initial attraction, which, you know, is, again, what they want for the show, not to get to know them. Yeah. But let's show all of them being like, you know, um, so if you had to make a decision right now, just knowing their name and basically it being a dating app, who would you swipe on? Mm. Like, it's so good. I love it so much. It's so incredible. It's amazing. And yeah, exactly what you said. They run out of time. Yeah. So the night just ends. These girls, at one point, they show the girls asking where Caroline is. And then nothing is done about that. No, There's no resolution on that. We have no idea what these <laughs> girls are told about the girl that left. Also, also, the fake shot of the producer allegedly talking to somebody yes. when we don't see Caroline being talked to is A-plus television. Yeah, they showed a producer with a mask on, yeah. cropped in a super weird way, 
And we don't see Caroline at all. But they're like, Carolyn, tell us right now. Yeah, be honest. <laughs> Do you know him? And she's like, yeah, I like we've met. Because her reaction is honest. Because yes. she doesn't know what the fuck's happening right uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. But they didn't film it this way. They no. just they were like, hey, by the way, uh, we got that thing. Can you just shoot the producer? Like, can you like cut off half their face and show us the backyard <laughs> on the other side of the screen real quick? And her back and she has a mask on so we can't even see her mouth move. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll be fine. We'll edit that in. <laughs> well, that's fine. We're moving on now. We all got to go to sleep. We've been here for 17 hours because it rained on us and it took us forever to load these people in because we didn't we haven't done a show like this. And they also did individual cars, and then they doubled at random times. Anyways, they <laughs> fucked their timeline up. <laughs> so their night got cut short. We go to the next day, and again, yet another absolute gem that we would not be seeing anywhere else. These girls are put on a bus situation, mm-hmm. and they have to lug their mm-hmm. suitcases out of this bus, watching these girls <laughs> pick up these 40, 50-pound suitcases and try to get them out of this car was amazing it's like dressed up too and again yeah martin is not doing the act of but he's standing there watching them do this it's uh, i'm like i would have been like martin um i feel like um you're supposed to be doing this sir yeah yeah i would have been like martin can you help me <laughs> i feel like it's a big miss that martin didn't have like a collection of like under butlers like underlings well there were people there was one woman that was standing at the front door with champagne glasses when they first came in you're right that's the only other like servant i've seen <laughs> sure. outside of like the 12 cameramen that they show on accident i believe they're called pas oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Hey, just put this put this uh, black shirt and pants on. We're just gonna have you stand stand inside the door holding glasses of champagne for seven hours. Are you cool with that? Cool. You'll get your hundred and twenty dollar check and a meal voucher later on. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your engagement. Yeah. I just thought it was so fucking funny that these girls had to like drag their suitcases out of this bus. That's just something that we would not see. And again, no. when I was saying on the preview that I wanted, I really wanted this to be like old two thousands reality shows. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. They don't do this in, in current reality shows. They cut all that shit out. I want to see them struggle with their suitcases. <laughs> I want to see all the bits that get cut out of the bachelor. I want to see them eating. We saw that. We saw them yes. talking about food. Like, you can't even smell your food on The Bachelor or it will be nope. smacked out of your hand. And you go, it's there to just look pretty like you are. Now fucking talk to the lead. Holy shit. It's true. But, yeah, I, I mean, I loved that, you know. And then they then Martin does tell them that the guys are living um, in the, what, the gentleman's? The gentleman's quarters down the hill. The gentleman's corners. And yes, we will definitely at some point be getting a sneak out, sneak to the boys' house. How long? How long do you think until that happens? I'm gonna say, whenever producers feel like they don't have enough for an episode, they'll just send somebody. Send down somebody there. down there. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. very valid. Yeah, that's a good call. They'll treat them like a PA. Hey, we just need you to run down that house real quick. Just run on down. No, they're not really in there, but we're gonna tell everybody that you went down there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I think that'll be a fun little twist is them, them down the street. Yeah. So the girls go to the back 
uh, via Martin's Bell. Yes. And they are finally met with the men. Now, the men come in on a boat. They look great. Mm -hmm. And again, just the gem that is Joe Millionaire. Martin goes and gets them from the boat, walks them from the boat to about, I would say, what, 30 feet away from the women? Not remotely close to them at all. Stands? I thought they were standing pretty... I'm saying, like, they walk all the way up to, like, the backyard, and then they stand at the edge of the backyard and talk about how they have to break the news that one of them's a millionaire and one isn't. And they like, there's a, there's a great shot where the cameraman is like behind all of the women and you see all of the women out of focus. And then probably about 20 feet in front of them is the two guys and Martin talking about how one of them's rich and one of them is. (laughs) There was no preparation for that. They were just like, oh shit, Martin, you gotta go talk to him. Why don't you stop him before they come into the the backyard all the way? (laughs) It's so good. Again, some of you and maybe the Fox people listening right now, hi guys, we love you. Love it. Obviously the number one Joe Millionaire podcast because Apple tells us and Apple's always right. Huge fan. Um, We're a huge fan of the show. It might sound like we're shitting on your show. I'm not. We're not. These are all huge wins. (laughs) This is what we want in television. We want. Yes. I want this all the time. Give me a female version like uh, Joelle Millionaire. (laughs) Juliet Millionaire. Juliet Millionaire. Like Julia Millionaire. I want all of these spinoffs. I'm down. Just and and just continue to do the same thing that you just did. I want you to copy and paste and just swap out the men and the women. That's it. That's it. I so love it. I want more scenes of random things in the house. My favorite part of this entire show, Mixie, I've already told you, I made an Instagram reel about it, is the shot of the Capri Capri Suns making it in. Guys, you're wondering, what do you mean Capri Suns? They're sitting in the house just chatting in, in the upstairs room, beautifully lit like it would yeah. be for, like, you know, filming TV. And they're shooting, and these girls just have these Capri Suns sitting on, like, on a side table. Full-grown adults. Amazing. And my favorite part of it was they were just like, it's okay if we leave the Capri Suns in the shot. It's fine. We've marked out one of the letters, so we'll be <laughs> fine if yeah. it makes it in the show. This would Capri Suns are not allowed anywhere near the Bachelor set. Nowhere no. near. They're not no. allowed anywhere. But you know what? On Joe Millionaire, they're fucking there, and I'm here for it. It's amazing. Next episode, I want to see some fucking Dunkaroos. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Give me some Dunkaroos and maybe some orange slices next time. Oh, we need oranges. We need cuties. Little cuties. Oh, great craft services. Yes, cuties. <laughs> We need like some protein bars, you know, things like that. The kind bars, all of these things we need for the next episode. Absolutely. Well, so after Martin talks to the men literally right next to the woman about how one of them is a millionaire and one isn't, they they then walk up the stairs that are outside on like one of the levels of the outside area. Again, no planning of this whatsoever. It did not seem like they were like, okay, we're going to have the guys come off the boat and stand here and tell the girls that, you know, one of them's a millionaire and one isn't. Cause doesn't Martin say that that's on them? 
yeah, they're like, couldn't you do that for us, Martin? And he's like, and he's like, no. I'm just here to be a butler, but by butlering and the act of butting, I'm not doing any of it. <laughs> but Martin was the one that said it. Martin was the one that said one of them's a millionaire and one of them is not. It's so good. What? There's like, is anybody double checking anything that's being said the day before? Like, there's nothing. I love it. I cannot stress it enough. It's so good. Again, if you're not watching this show, guys, like you're 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 missing out. They made a whole deal about how Martin wasn't going to say it and that these two guys had to be the ones to say it. And then Martin fucking says it. Martin stops them before going there being like, you guys have to tell them. And then he fucking tells them. One of these men is worth over $10 million. However, the other one is not. So good. Unreal. Uh, I, was cry- I was I was like, I uh, like paused it. I was like, didn't they just, didn't they just <laughs> say he's... They they have to say it, and then they're like, there's something we need to tell you, ladies. The thing is, Martin is like, excuse me, I will say I will interject now. My name is Martin the butler. I ring. You come to me. I have something very important to tell them. One of them is rich, and one of them is a pauper. Hmm. Do you know what that means? Of course not. I am Martin the butler. I will do whatever I want. I just, it's just, there's no consistency in this show whatsoever. And and don't worry, there's tons more opportunities for me to point this out. But it is just so incredible. Like, I truly don't think, and I, and this is why I think I like it so much. Uh, this does not seem to be scripted. There are definitely things that producers are feeding to them to have them say in their interviews. But this show is so much less scripted than any reality dating show I've seen in a long time. Yeah, yeah. And I fucking love it. Sign me up. We need more of this shit. This is like, you said this to me. You were like, this reminds me of some like old VH1 reality show. And that was my favorite time for reality TV. This is what we needed. It There was like a couple plants, right? Like we knew that you were there to just create shit. Oh, absolutely. And there's some that are that stayed that were that were told, you know, these girls need to stay. Exactly. I just love the fact that it's just we don't know what we're going to get, because, again, the the beauty of this is there is the the meet the cast page on on Fox dot com. Guess who's on it? Just Martin. Martin the butler. This is what I'm saying. That's it. Nobody else. That's what I'm saying. It's just Martin's show. That's going to be the star. He is the star. And again, I'm, we've already called it. At the end, Martin's going to reveal. I want it so bad. He is actually worth $80 bajillion. It, it gets worse. So, and I don't know how, but again, and again, can't stress it enough. Love it so much. They, so Martin drops this bomb. The girls don't really seem to give a shit as we stated earlier. Um, and then this this might have been my favorite part of the whole episode. They the guys just stay standing on these steps and the girls break off into like two groups and they just stand in a circle and rapid fire questions at these guys. Now, just again, to remind you, this is now they are finally talking to these people, but it's not individual in any way, shape or form. It is a full blown free for all. Again, no planning whatsoever. There's not even like 
it's like a set for them to like sit down on the couch and a few girls are on <laughs> the couch with them. And then there's a couple side chairs. No, they are standing in a circle. Like when you first go to summer camp and you're figuring out who's in your bunk with you and you stand in a circle and like talk until you're shown to your room. That is what happened here. <laughs> exactly that. And it was, and it was, and, and you knew it wasn't produced because at one point, Carolyn, the girl, right? That's her name, uh-huh. right? Carolyn. Yeah. The girl who is like, for the last 20 minutes of the show, being very clearly told to us, the viewers, Carolyn She's with Kurt. and yeah. Kurt are going to like have 80 children together because uh-huh. they cannot take their eyes off each other. Yeah. She just goes and stands behind Kurt. Like behind him, off to his like right, above him, and yeah. then like five seconds later, she's like, "Actually, I have to move down here." No, uh-huh. the producer's like, "Hey, you ca- you can't stand there. What are yeah. you doing? Get <laughs> go down there. You can't just stand next to him. You have to sit somewhere." <laughs> what do you think this is? It's so. It was just so bad. I loved it. You can't be there. And again, just on top of all of this, they're trying to act like the main point of this is to find love for these two guys. These two guys now still haven't met these women. If anything, they might know their names now. If anything, they are not having conversations with these women, getting to know these women. They are being rapid fire questioned by these women. How is this helpful to them at all? All of the questions, two guys. Like all of the questions. Any question you think of that you have ever asked in your life even maybe to your doctor, it was asked to these two gentlemen. I just thought it was so funny <laughs> that was- these guys were just like fucking being bombarded with questions. And again, like it, it, it just, it makes no sense for the actual point that they're trying to act like the point of the show is, which we know the point of the show is just to be trash garbage reality TV, but they're trying to act like the point of the show is to find love for these two guys. Yeah. How is this helping them in any way? Uh, I will answer that. I have my hand raised. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. It's helping it, It's helping the women try to figure out who's the rich one and who's the just maybe not rich and richer one. Yes, so that basically was it. Yeah. That was, yeah. Where'd you go to school? Have you traveled in Europe? Um, what type, uh, Do you have any crypto? Like, this is what they were asking them, right? Yes. How much doge you got? Mm-hmm. Which, that's an important question. <laughs> Mixie asked that to everyone she ever meets. Yo, what's up? How much doge you got? <laughs> Have you seen B-movie? Yeah. Yeah, these are, those are, that's literally it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and again, okay, so so they come out, they have these circle chats and then Martin rings his bell again and says that it's time for them to go to their rooms and get ready. And that's the end of the day. Yeah. So again, we are on, we're going to be going on day three. Yeah. These men have not had an individual conversation with any of these females. <laughs> it's okay. I, I just, I can't get over the fact that this is supposed to be a reality dating show yeah. and they have not interacted at all. <laughs> one last bit there in that sequence was they were like, they were both like, hold on one second. We need to go talk to each other about this. Oh, yes. And they like walk over there. And they're like, you know how hard. And Steven's like, you know how hard it was for me not to mention that I have a helicopter right now? <laughs> Fuck it. Hey. So good. Yeah. When they excuse themselves, I was like, what is this? Kurt, Kurt's over there like, uh, they made me take my man bun down. 
Like they, they wanted to like look at my hair. These disgusting women are sexualizing me. 1,000%. And Steven's like, you had it bad. Again, I couldn't talk about my fucking helicopter, bro. Why do you think I got a helicopter to talk about my helicopter? You think your life's bad, Kurt. I can't tell them I'm rich. Yeah. Bro, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> I like cows and I sell meat. <laughs> Sound like fucking Charlie from out, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot about them walking away. That shit was amazing. So Martin tells them to leave, right? They leave. The guys go to their gentlemen's quarters. It's nighttime. They clearly could have spent more time with them because they spend like two hours, the two guys just sitting there talking about everything, which, again, they do not know these girls. No. Because they've all they've been doing is talking at them. And they're like, that one girl keeps looking at you, bro. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. I don't know her name yet, bro. I just, again, this is when I really started to realize that neither of them have much of a personality. Steven is, is, is regurgitating lines that the producers have fed him, right? About, like, there's he's, potential here. But he's good at some it. some great girls. Yeah. Yeah. You know, blah, blah. Again, in a minute time frame, because I'm still just, I, I can't believe some of these things. 60 seconds. All Kurt said was, yeah, seven <laughs> times. I just, it's, it's so good. (laughs) Like these guys have no training whatsoever. They have no idea what they are doing. They're just there. Fox, I know you're listening. Hi again. Steven Mixie here with the right reality. You're number one fans, number one podcast. I love it. Like you, I'm guaranteeing you right now, you're going to see a spike in views next week. (laughs) So good. Because all of the hotties who were not watching last week, are going to be watching this week. So when you see a spike on week episode two, which rarely happens, you know who to thank. You're number one overall podcast, The Right Reality. We'll just take 10%. You know, or just like let us produce the show. Actually, no, <laughs> we don't want it. You keep doing it. You're really good at it. You're doing a good job. <laughs> You're doing a good job. Pats on the backs, firm handshakes. And right there, we're going to hit pause on this recap. This is the end of part one. We'll be picking up in a a day or two with a new episode for part two. Now, guys, I know what you're thinking. A part two? Holy shit. There's so much going on. This is (laughs) how long is the fucking podcast going to be? This was a two episode event, a two hour event of Joe Millionaire. And it's a new show. So we've got a lot to cover. So there'll be a part two starting next week. The episodes of Joe Millionaire will just be an hour. That'll be easiest for us to cover. We're going to try to stay around the hour, hour 15 mark each week, hopefully depending on things so they can be short for your workouts or whatever. But uh, come back in a day or two. Make sure you subscribe. Join the hotties. Check the episode description for the events uh, there. You can just join the hotties right there. Engage with us. We love it. We love engaging. Leave us a review on iTunes. And uh, Mixie and I will be back in about a day for uh, part two. Part two, baby. We'll see you then. Okay, bye. Bye.